Yes, and tyranny has been magnified for this last year. It's amazing how many people have volunteered to get in line for this deadly vaccine, uh, basically volunteering to commit Harry Carey suicide, right? All right. <laughs> good morning, Michael. Good morning, Eli. Yeah. How are you doing this beautiful morning? Yeah, good, good. All right, so um, let's get back to Sheldon Emery's Marks of Israel, which uh, is a really outstanding document. We have uh, nothing but praise for it the first couple of episodes we've been doing with it. Okay, so um, we're on page 15. What nations are known for their bountiful harvests? Okay, and could that be uh, African nations, <laughs> American Indian yeah. nations, uh, you know, the uh, what do you call it, the uh, Amerindians of the South South America? No, they just barely survive with, with their harvests. But the white man has produced unbelievable harvests that fed the whole world for fifty, sixty, even a hundred years with our harvests. Okay. So that's where we're at. Okay, take it away. Yeah, maybe in Africa, maybe South Africa, when it was under white rule, then maybe it was, yes. but it was still white people that did it. We yes. are the one that have this this mark. It's only we that have this for harvesting and having a I don't know a, a passion to do it. Also, I, I don't think other other peoples are have that really that passion either to do harvesting. No, no. They just kind of sit around and uh, watch stuff grow <laughs> instead of uh, planting, harvesting, you know, and uh, cultivating, etc., etc. It takes a lot of uh, to bring in bountiful harvests, and no, no other race does it like we do. Absolutely not. All right. Okay. okay. Should we get started then? Yes. Okay. So this is a Mark 14. It's found in the 27th chapter of Genesis. Um, as quote, therefore God give thee of the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of corn and wine, end quote. That is Genesis 27, 28. Okay, yeah. Yeah, here we see the, uh, the dew of the heaven and the fatness of the earth. Yeah, that could be. And then plenty of corn and wine. That sounds like a harvest to me. That's right. It does. Yeah. Yeah, okay. now, when we harvest, uh, they try to steal from us, right? <laughs> because they don't want to do the work themselves. All right. Yeah, it's under this mega corporations instead. Now, all the much of it is under mega corporations. That's, I guess, how they steal it. They put all the farmers under those big, uh, yeah, big agricultural companies to right. to collecting the stuff and keep the prices ridiculous low. Yeah, agribusiness, right? And then uh, they uh, fill the earth with GMO and other poisons, so it becomes uh, a uh, a disease-creating harvest. Is that that's what it does? Okay, back to you. Yes. So this was repeated and elaborated upon in the thirty-third uh, chapter of Deuteronomy when God spake um, through Moses about Joseph. So, oh, this is Joseph. This is about you, Eli, in America. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. quote, and Joseph, he said, blessed of the Lord 
he be his land for the precious things of heaven, for the dew and for the deep that uh, couched uh, beneath, and for the precious fruits brought forth by the sun, and for the precious thing put forth by the moon, and for the chief things of the ancient mountains, and for the precious thing of the lasting bills, and for the precious thing of the earth and fullness thereof, and for the good will of him that dwell in the bush. Let the blessing come upon the head of Joseph and upon the top of the, he the head of him that was separated from his brethren, end quote. And that is Deuteronomy 33, 13 until 16. Wow, here is more precise when Moses gave this when he said what's going to happen to the to the twelve, he also gave gave some prophecies upon the tribes. And here he really more give it more precise about those precious fruits and and put also precious things put forth by the moon. Yeah, then we have what do you say, sunshade fruits like tomatoes, for example, uh -huh. and also and things the ancient mountains. I don't know really what that um, what that could could mean here. Uh, I don't Could know be oil. Uh, yeah. Digging for oil. We, yeah, we're the ones, the white race is the one that discovered all that stuff, right? And gold, silver, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, that could be. Of course, it could be. And uh, also, you said precious things of the lasting bill. That sounds like that is lasting. That sound, I don't know if it, that's that literally be, something. That should be hills, the lasting hills. It's a misprint, it's a B instead of an H. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. All right. So precious things of the earth. Yeah, that sounds like both Manasseh and Ephraim has received this blessing. Yeah. And if we look in America and, and Great Britain and the Commonwealth, we see all those marks. Yeah, you can uh, talk about the gold rush in San Francisco, Nevada, and, and other points in America where you know we discovered the, the various minerals of the earth uh, were... The other races uh, never did anything with them. Never, uh, you know, they might make a little trinket here and here and there, but uh, nothing the like of uh, the white race and digging up all of these precious metals. Yeah. No, I guess that is we that have cultivated that and been able to get the gold out of the ground. That is also a blessing here upon this land that we have very rich in minerals in Sweden, in northern of Sweden rich in minerals, but of course this has been, it gets stolen on us by the Edomite Jewish big corporations that stole it from us by doing that. And those, those companies are under under the rule of um, either Wallenberg, that is the big, the owner of in this nation. So they are, they're robbed of us. There is not the goodness of this, of our people here in Sweden. It's, yeah, it's for this, for the internationalists. Okay, so the person you just named is a Jew, I take it? Yeah, he's probably, he's, uh, when you look at him, maybe, but he is probably in Egypt because of his his stance in the, what you use the word, international community. Okay. So uh, he must be, but he's pretty unknown to you outside of Sweden. Yeah. But he is, he is the owner of this nation to 85, 90%. Wow. Damn. That sounds like a monopoly. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't want you to tell you about that. He doesn't like that. That you tell us that he he's his enskilda banken is called SCB. That's the 
flagship they use to get control of this nation and put um, yeah that's the, that's their their weapon they've used uh -huh. okay so um, let's continue okay. yes um, this would be a promise of great agricultural harvest and wealth from the earth there the anglo-saxon nations and especially america and canada not forgetting south africa and australia win um, win hands down they are the world's most successful farmers oh they are and i get australia aren't they also very known for is it uh, it is for just sheep they have yeah absolutely yep and that yeah, is also something very yeah down under wool wool from down under yeah uh, yeah for sure and, and also that is also and sheep is also something that israelite that we see that we eat the what do you say the yeah that's something also we did to eat a lot that is also a typical also very typical if you come up to the uh, icelanders up iceland there's oh, really? also sheep very, very many yeah. sheep they have an Iceland. yeah mutton i guess they call the uh the, the meat from sheep okay right yeah okay um other races such as india plant a bushel of grain and harvest between two and five uh, bushels of grain back for the bushel they put into the ground. The American farmers, on the other hand, plants a bushel of grain and gets back 30 to 60 bushels. Whoa. Yeah. Sometimes using the same farming methods. In fact, some of the Peace Corp people and farmers who have gone to the heathen in Africa and India have been amazed to find that even though they teach them how to farm, they simply do not get it. Get uh -huh. uh, that people do here on this North American continent. Yeah, they have no vision of the future. So we just grow the food we need <laughs> until next week, next month, right? And, and every farmer in India, pretty much, and uh, well, there really aren't any far farmers in Africa. They're uh, hunter-gatherers still. So uh, wherever, you know, I'd say, you know, the Chinese and the Amerindians in America, uh, they're pretty decent farmers, but nothing compared to the white farmer. Absolutely nothing, yeah. And then also uh, that um, the, the earth is blessed for us also. That is also mm. something that we get the blessings. That is something they cannot compete with, really. They can't compete with that. Yeah. I believe. Yeah, they, they simply can't teach them how to do it. They, they don't seem to understand how to think ahead and prepare harvests for the future. They just don't know that. They can't get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's we. Let's, let's see the big, how much we get out of the farming we do. It really tells you something. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so... Uh, Acres USA had some comparisons between Russia and the United States in agricultural uh, product produce. They stated the Russian farmer works approximately um, 30 hours to produce one bushel of wheat. The American farmer works six minutes to produce one bushel of wheat. Whoa. Uh, that has to be the uh, divinely uh, fulfilled prophecy, divinely fulfilled prophecy that God's Israel people would be blessed with um, these great agricultural harvests. Yes. Yeah, and here's those people that doesn't farm. 
the Jews can't even farm. I've often asked people if they know any uh, known a Jewish farmer. I have not found anyone yet who knows a Jew who can raise things. You might take a look at where Jews live. Most live in the cities. Many of them live in high-rises apartment buildings, and you hardly even ever see a green thing grown there. Yep. Uh, that is, uh, I don't know, the, the city dwellers that lives in their high rocks in the mountains, I think it said also in, in the book of Obadiah, those high those rocks, rock, those <laughs> mountains they live high upon. Oh, yeah, uh, maybe, yeah. But, uh, yeah, they, they certainly don't live uh, off the land. They let us produce off the land, <laughs> and, then, and then they buy it from us, mm, or steal yeah. it from us, yeah. Yeah, that's how it is, unfortunately. Um, so, the comparison was rather startling to the people who traveled with us when we uh, were in England. Even in England, where Anglo-Saxons live in houses, are crushed together. They have uh, window boxes filled with uh, uh, greenery hanging on every win window. These Anglo-Saxons have to get their um, fingers in the dirt as soon as <laughs> frost leaves in the spring. Yeah, of course. Why? Because they are farmers. They are the best farmers on earth, which is one of the marks of Israel. Yeah, I can, I can also to myself say that because I haven't really also passion to yes grow stuff inside, to having green plants inside. Because it's and it, it grows, it gets so green and beautiful. I also feel that uh, I really enjoy doing that and see how it grows. And yeah, okay. I guess you also have a little. I guess you also have a little uh, farmland outside of your house. You also do some some gardening. Yeah, in. A little gardening. Yeah, we got a garden in the back backyard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Mark. Mark number 15 is also found in the 27th chapter of Genesis. Um, let people serve thee. Uh -huh, quote, let people serve thee, and nations bow down to thee. Be Lord over thy brethren, and let thy mother's sons bow down to thee. Cursed be everyone that cursed thee, and blessed be he that blesses thee. End quote. And that is Genesis 27, 29. Mm-hmm. This sounds this that we have been when we look before the during the colonial ages, we were practically all over the world, right? And established, uh, what do you say, the white man's preferred how to rule. And those people really, I think, they had a very good time during those times. They right. got all the modern, modern convenience of uh, sanitation and they got their cities to come up in speed. And they got, I got a lot of lot of blessings from us when we did that. But then, of course, our usual enemy has turned it against us. Said, "Oh, we are so evil. You are slavery. You want to to rule over them." No, we doesn't really. We help them. Yeah. So that's how how they have turned it around at us. Okay. Yeah. So they were to rule over other people. What race of people, when they are in obedience to God, easy rule over? All other races. Yeah, that is we, of course. But we yeah. have lost that now. Yeah, yeah. We are the tail right now. 
Right, right. Well, uh, in spite of all of the criticisms of uh, colonialism by the uh, white man, uh, the fact is we brought civilization to the third world. We built roads, we built hospitals, schools, uh, we brought the Bible, all kinds of civilization was brought into the third world by us, okay? But after we established ourselves, then the Jew bankers, <laughs> the Jew bankers took over and uh, uh, kicked us out, and now those, those nations are in slavery again, okay? So while the white man colonialism uh, system was working, those people were far better off than they ever were in their entire history. Back to you. Yeah, now they are under worse conditions than they were before, I guess, because That's now they right. have economical slavery that we put upon them. Look how it is in China, in India, how then they're producing, what do you say, the clothes to us that we don't even can produce ourselves. They are in slavery, worse than it was under the white man. And then the only thing those people see then is white man, but it's not we doing it. We are not the bankers. We are not the one doing this kind of colonialism. We do not have it with banks. Right. Right, yeah, and uh, what do you call it, the uh, uh, West, uh, East India Company, you know, run by Jews to exploit the various nations. And, of course, the white man gets blamed for all that, but it's the Jews who exploited. Uh, and in the Opium Wars, the Jews instigated all of that, so, uh, but we get the blame. Yeah, they, I mean, that's, uh, and when it fits them, they are white, and when it doesn't fit them, yeah. they are not. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and in India, they did away with the um, widow burning when a when a, a head of household, male head of household, dies. Then, um, uh, and then the the widow stands by the funeral pyre, and then she gets tossed onto the funeral pyre, <laughs> burned alive. Okay, widow burning. Uh, the British put an end to that. I wonder if they started that up again. I don't know. Yeah, we. Yeah, I mean that's. Yeah, we have. We see all the um, the blessings we are given, yeah. giving them, and they. And I guess also since also African tribes have said that we had it better under white rule than under the present uh, communistic um, AN, uh, the co communistic AAC. party now in South Africa. Amen. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Okay, let's continue. Yep. Let's see. Um, several centuries ago, when our people were just coming into the light of God's word, the Reformation was um, swaying Europe. The Anglo-Saxon people began to go to the other uh, continents. A handful of men of our race placed in subjection the heathen race in other countries. At one time, with less than 30,000 soldiers, Britain had control of all of India. Yeah. yeah. I don't well, think either they really fought them. I think they, yeah, because they didn't, uh, the Britain, British didn't come for, to, what do you say, to detention of war either. Well, uh, it was an administrative uh, rule, okay, uh, building railroads and... Uh, you know, again, hospitals, churches, things like that. So, yeah, there there were some uh, fights with Indian soldiers, that's for sure. Okay, but uh, 
by and large, the uh, result was very positive for India, <laughs> right? Very positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's continue. Um, we read in history of battles where a handful of white Anglo-Saxon people put uh, to flight a thousand or even five thousand of these heathen. Um, the heathen could not stand against God Israel's people. Why? Because God had given us rule over other nations as long as we were in obedience to his law. That ability to rule is, of course, um, disappearing as we are in disobedience. Yeah, this is also, I think, about Psalm 91 when I read that. Right. Yes. Yeah, the, uh, the great falling away of Second Thessalonians chapter 2 is upon us. There's hardly a church denomination that obeys the law anymore. It's just total apostasy in the church world. It can't even be called Christianity. It's it's so so corrupt. That's what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And this is also the case because when I read about um, more the Swedish history of our military, why our military in Sweden were so what do you say successful during its uh, during the times of 1600, 1700 was because of the organization. It yeah. was so well organized compared to the other armies, compared to Russian army that weren't having this organization. And that was why the Russian army that had may, they had far superior forces than the Swedish army. But the Swedish had to develop a tactic instead. We had to be more tactical and sure. using our force more. And I would say that the Swedish, uh, the Swedish military and the kings, they developed the first stormtrooper. They came from okay. Sweden because you know that we were that we were so much fewer, so we had to be very fast in battle. For example, uh, the the firefights uh, between soldiers at that time were maybe at one hundred meter, but then the Swedish come up to know this. Well, uh, we cannot having long duration of war. We need to do it fast. Right. So instead of being one hundred meters, the Swedish soldier went as close as fifty meters, and almost they said to see their white in their eyes before they shot their first volley. Right. So they went very close, very close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, they were experts, well, uh, in Finland too, experts at fighting in wintertime with skis and, uh, you know, uh, what do you call mucklucks <laughs> to travel through the snow. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, our people have been able to make do in just about any environment, any uh, cold, hot, uh, intermediate, uh, we've been able to thrive in every possible environment. Yep. Yeah, we are. Okay. We really are. Okay, let's continue. Now, let's look at the other uh, at the other side of the coin. Okay? If you say that Jews are of the Israel people, then how do you explain that the Jews are now gaining rule over our nation and over all other nations? This is happening in spite of the fact that they refuse to recognize the Redeemer of Israel, Jesus Christ, and are so deep in transgression of God's word. You see, the very opposite is happening to them that should have happened to the children of Israel. Yeah, because they are not Israel. They are impostors. Yeah. That's why. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, Deuteronomy. Uh, and this, I don't know, no, I don't remember. When was this, this article written by Sheldon Emery? I think it was 1982, something like that. Uh, interest now, he say that not gaining rule over the nations and all other nations. That he said then. Now it's passed more than 30 years. Right. <laughs> I mean, how much more control haven't they gained on this time? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I met Sheldon Emery uh, in, in 1982 in central Illinois, but I never was familiar with this article that he wrote. So, because uh, you know, usually he had handouts uh, at all his speaking engagements, and uh, I just don't remember seeing this particular article being given out. It's not that long, okay? So it could have be easily a, a handout to his audience, but uh, I just this is the first time I've actually you know, that we're now that we're doing this uh, show, the uh, first time I've ever come across uh, Sheldon Emery's Marks of Izzo. And it's very good work, very good. Yeah, really nothing to uh, because he knows he knows when you read it here he sees both seed lines. He doesn't only see one because I thought Sheldon Emery was more of a one seed line, and that was my. Yeah, he was, but uh, yeah, I think he's he's more talking about the two houses, the house of Judah and the house of Joseph. Okay, so that's uh, that's not necessarily a seed line issue. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. okay. So um, Deuteronomy twenty-eight lists the blessings which are the marks of Israel that they would have for obedience. Quote. And all these blessings shall come on thee, and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. To be smitten before thy face, they shall come out against thee one way, and flee before thee seven ways. End quote. That is Deuteronomy 28, 2 and 7. Yeah, yeah. And you can see, even here in America, the uh, Indian reservations... They have independence, but they can barely keep an economy going because they're not a creative people, <laughs> right? Except for the casinos <laughs> that we we build for them, right? <laughs> All right. So uh, it's it just on and on it goes. You know, we're the only people that really develop an economy, d develop a, a farming industry, uh, technology, etc., etc. We're the only people that, you know, the the Chinese have had to catch up. You know, there was nothing like that in China for 15,000 years. And uh, they finally caught up in the 20th century by stealing, uh, you know, our technology, etc., etc. Okay. All right. Back to you. Yeah, I guess also who has helping them to steal your technology. All the American invention has ended up in China. Who has helped them with that? Yeah, right. Yeah. No, it couldn't yeah. be the Jews, could it? <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> tell yeah. me about it. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't they done that before? Yep, absolutely. Yep, they're still so, doing it. Yeah, that's why our, our, I mean, if we had kept the stuff within, between our brethren, they would never be as where they are today. But yeah. it's because of, yeah, uh, unfortunately, these big corporations are giving it away. Right. So we cannot even make our own yeah. clothes today. We cannot make anything by our own today. So if we get into trouble, well, of course, then they plan to not giving us anything. Yeah, well, it has to be done through international corporations 
so that uh, white people are deprived of jobs, the jobs that are exported to China and Mexico and places like that. And so because we can't work that cheap to, to create goods, right? We just can't work that cheap. But it was the international Jew who set this entire system up so that we will be disenfranchised around the world. It's called free trade. Free trade. Yep. Yeah, but that is the way us to get, as you said, getting us out of job. I mean, well, I believe we could make our own clothes still, yeah. but still, it couldn't be our those big, what do you say, markups between the, the production and what you sell it for. It could be the same price, but the but the production prices could be higher. So right. I, I wouldn't care. I, yeah. I wouldn't mind to giving pay to Swedish made clothes. I right. wouldn't, because I know it's much better, much better quality. And it's, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, it is, it is what it is right now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't know okay. how much, how easy for you in ELI to find American made clothes today. Is it, is it hard to come by? Is it made? What it was, uh, well, what is this? Yeah, certain uh, certain stores have American-made goods, okay? You just have to look to, to see if it says made in America or made in the pits of hell, <laughs> right? And so chances are it's made in the pits of hell, China, right? Or Mexico yeah. or places like that, right? Okay. Okay, yeah. That's the same here. It's very rare you can find I mean, Swedish-made and then a special-made clothes for different purposes. Maybe you can find it, but then you also want to find them as biblical correct, and that is to have 100% wool, 100% cotton, something like that, not with polyester. Right. You don't put that upon your body. That is yeah. like putting plastic upon you. Right, right. And you get all kinds of static electricity when you wear that kind of stuff, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, when the Spaniards came into Central America and Mexico, the history books tell us how cruel they were and how they destroyed the cities down there, etc. The Spaniards had discovered that the Aztecs and other inhabitants were practicing human sacrifice. The Aztecs actually brought hundreds, maybe thousands of people in the sacri sacrifice them on their pagan altar. The Spaniards, who were attempting to follow uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, became like madmen. They were in, in, in and tore down these altars and cut the heads of the priests and placed the Aztecs under subjugation. Hmm. I didn't know that because this is, again, how do you depict the Aztecs and all those people? Oh, they are the one that, that rather give than take. Oh, you know, and the, the evil Spaniards gave them blankets that they get sick of. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, and uh, of course they had uh, the sacrifices of uh, the, the people who would cut their hearts out, uh, living hearts out of, and uh, lift the beating heart as a as a display for the people. Yeah, this is this is how uh, cruel the Aztecs really were to appease their gods, supposedly. Yeah. Yeah, well, this again pagan pagan worship. Yeah. Sound like they received some of the Canaanite god worship. Could be. Yep. Didn't they? Didn't the Canaanite also? I don't know, because of the, when the Phoenicians did travel along the world, didn't also maybe Canaanites got on the ships and maybe 
ended up somewhere all over the world, so th their pagan yeah. practice were transferred there? It's possible. It's possible. I haven't read much on the subjects, but uh, yeah, uh, for example, uh, going back into uh, deep recesses of time, the uh, it's possible that the uh, children of Cain uh, went around the world and uh, you know visited these various countries. So, like uh, Mexico City was uh, the original name of Mexico City is. Tenochtitlan, meaning city of Enoch, okay, and so there oh. was okay, so there was uh, Cain had a, a city called or a son called Enoch, and so did uh, Seth, okay, so they always uh, try to uh, you know duplicate what we do, okay, or imitate what we do, okay. Yeah, and the Canaanites are. Uh, they were, were the first city builders. City builders. They they build the cities. Right. You know, today, how much want to build cities and live in the cities? That's right. That's right. And uh, implements of war, etc. Yeah. Yes. All those practices comes from them. Okay. This is exactly what Israel was supposed to do uh, to the heathen: tear down their altars and destroy their false gods. The modern Liberals today, of course, think those Spaniards did a terrible things. However, they were doing just what Israel was supposed to do, destroying heathen religion. Yeah, especially if you have human sacrifice, then just tear it down. Yeah. Now they invite like, those heathens into our churches and we become heathens just, just like that. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah, we are. We, and here is lots of Muslims that are to build their oh. mosques everywhere. Yep. And so it's so crazy. It's so crazy. I mean, if, if our, I just imagine if our former kings would have seen that, they would be outrageous. Mm -hmm. They would be outrageous. Yep. And Absolutely. an invasion. But it is. It is an invasion. But it tells you how, how, yeah, I mean, if you read in history what what stuff the Israelites did when they put their babies upon this this uh, Molech, this burning uh, burning out with fire, red, red, and put your babies there, how could they do that? You wonder. But then you see today again, what many stupid things the Israelites are doing. What do they worship? And yeah, uh -huh. I'm so amazed how how brainwashed our people has become. Yeah. Public education, it's all it takes, is public education to destroy mm -hmm. a culture. Yep. Oh, yeah, it is. And then have this uh, television, this teleline. Ah, right. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of in information there, but it's not much truth. It's only lies and propaganda. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, in Deuteronomy, chapter uh, 28, we read... Of the curses which would come upon Israel for disobedience. Verse 15, quote, But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe, to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. End quote. Yep. Here we are. Um, yeah. And verse 25, quote, the Lord shall um, cause thee to be smitten before thine enemies. Thou shalt go out uh, one way against them, and flee seven ways before them, 
and shall be removed into all the kingdom of the earth, end quote. Yeah, sounds like today maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, when, uh, but even uh, World War One and World War Two, which we supposedly won, the, uh, you know, our people had been smitten in those two wars because uh, those, those wars were not for democracy. Those wars were for uh, Jewish power. And uh, our, our people still don't understand that. It was all in, in favor of Zionism and communism. That's exactly what those two world wars were all about. And the Vietnam War also. Yep. Yeah, everything. Every war since uh, since then has been uh, there just for their their further doings. So it's, it's never been... Uh, we never win any wars. That's my take on yeah. it. We only lose. Yeah, now we're in the final final war where they're using needles to shoot us. And people are volunteering to get shot. It's amazing that uh, they can't see through the, the charade. But that's that's where we're at. All we can do is keep spreading the word that uh, COVID-19 and the lockdowns is nothing but a great hoax designed to destroy the white race. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. It is. And it's also, this is so ingrained in people. Oh, they, they have all those preconceived, um, they think they know that, oh, viruses cause disease. Uh, no, they don't. That's a theory that's not been proven. Mm-hmm. And they, if you say that, then, then their head will just flop off them because they can't listen more. They will scream at you. Right. Don't say that. They, they can't handle that much. I don't know. They are, they, are, they are used to having those... Soft talkers, yeah, you're correct. Yeah, <laughs> it's easy right. to have someone that always is agree with you, but to love someone that is not always in agree with you, it's harder. But that is also to show brotherly love, right? Okay, yeah. Um, so let's continue. Quote: Thy sons and thy daughters shall be given unto another people, Ooh. and thine eyes shall look and fall with longing for them all the day long, and there shall be no night in thine hand. End quote. Yeah. Well, yeah how about abortion? How about abortion? Yeah, and okay. race mixing. Right. Yeah, and then uh, being drafted and sent off to wars that we have no business fighting. Yeah, this has happened to us big time for the last mm-hmm. hundred years. Yep. Okay, continue. Yeah. Um, 43 and 44, quote, The stranger that is within thee shall get up above thee very high, and thou shalt come down very low. He shall lend to thee, and thou shalt not lend to him. He shall be the head, and thou shalt be the tail. End quote. Yep, okay, that's where we're at right now. And uh, But nobody understands that Mystery Babylon and the international banking system is the head. And uh, the white nations of the world are now the tail, serving the head of Mystery Babylon and Big Pharma. Okay, this is where we're at, and uh, people still haven't, uh, you know, understood what what this situation is all about. And so we just have to keep, you know, stressing that uh, the bankers are who the ones who rule the roost, and not politicians. All right, politicians are just uh, the puppets on a string. That's all they are. Back to you. Yeah. 
this puppet on the string and just a, it's just a charade to make you believe you have something to to vote for it's all for the people no it's just a charade it's just uh it's lies yep <laughs> it is a charade it's uh, theatrics it's theatrics but people yeah. still all believe in their democracy it's so beautiful values no <laughs> a banker rule right. it is banker rule that's yes, the only sir. thing it is yeah yeah, and then uh, under democracy, blacks rampage through our cities, and uh, and communists uh, burn things down, and we get the blame. <laughs> All right, and that's how it works, folks. That's called democracy. Yeah, exactly. That's called democracy. Yeah, sure. Destroying our nations and have white genocide, and our own governments are turning against us to murder us. Right. Yeah, sure. That's that is and never be get changed and people still believe it. No, it's not not it doesn't work. Yeah. Well this shows why the Old Testament is still very, very important for Christians. The vast majority of modern Christians they don't believe in the Old Testament. They just believe in the so-called good news of the New Testament. Jesus loves everybody, but he doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't say that anywhere in the scriptures. That's a lie. That's just another lie. Okay, back to you. Yeah, and they believe that uh, the laws is done away with. But hey, can you then um, murder your neighbor? Uh, no. Can you then... Um, to be in, in a relationship with your sister? No. But the food laws, well, they are done away with. Hmm. Yeah. How come? How would you do that? Yeah. Yeah, pork and sandwich. They, just don't, they don't see the, the, um, the yeah. problem in their thinking. Yeah, well, nobody that. explains it to them, and uh, they have uh, muddle-headed Christian pastors who have distorted every teaching to make it uh, seem like the law has been done away with. It's really an incredible uh, work of art that they have twisted and distorted all these verses, which do not say that the law has been done away with, but that's how they interpret it, okay? Yeah, they yeah. are. They're, then they say that, then they take it sometimes, literally, they're really strict on it, and sometimes not. That yep. depends on how we apply it. And this is also, and they say, you don't want to go into law, huh? <sighs> I, yeah, sure. And then, uh, yeah, it's um, amazing. The, and that, I call it cunning. That's what I think about when you oh, tell yeah. me. It's cunning. Tell For about sure. uh, uh, a satanic conspiracy. That's what I call it. Right. Absolutely. Okay, let's continue. Okay. okay. Israel, in disobedience, was to get into debt. Do you know of any other nations in the world that have more debt <laughs> than the Anglo-Saxon nations of the United States, Canada, and Australia. Why? Because we are the Israel people. God is causing these curse to come upon as just as he said. Uh, quote, yep. Therefore shall thou serve thine enemies, which the Lord shall send against thee, in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And yeah. he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck uh -huh. until he have destroyed thee, end quote. Right, yeah, and uh, with vaccinations too. <laughs> and fear, 
feared porn. Yeah, that's where we're yeah, at. That's, yeah, yes, okay. everything on television is fear porn. To get people in to scare them. Oh, it's not good for your health. Oh, scare you. And then they believe it. Right. Okay, sorry, I'm digressing so much. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep, I need to keep myself on track now. You're on fire. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the Jews are so far in disobedience that they violate all the commandments. They blaspheme Jesus Christ, the Redeemer of Israel. And yet, is any of this happening to them? No. They have their own nations and they are taking rulership over ours. They cannot be Israel, or else the word of God is not true. Well, we know the word of God is true. That's because they are not Israel. We That's are right. Israel. Amen. Um, in Christendom, they, um, they form a huge organization with millions of dollars to stop the teaching of the Bible in schools. They attempt to stop prayers in public schools. Their televisions and movies ridicule and destroy the Christian religion. Yet, they are blessed. They are becoming wealthy and they are taking rule. That should not and cannot happen to Israel. No, because this is the joke of Esau, that uh, Esau yeah. is taking dominion upon Jacob. Amen. That's a prophecy of, uh, that yeah. um, Isaac told, told instead so of e blessing him. Yeah, to Esau, right. Yeah. Prophecy that he would have dominion over Jacob in the end times. Yep. Yeah, that we are seeing today. Let's read a New Testament explanation of what is happening to us. This letter, uh, written and addressed to the um, Hebrew, is of course written for the Israel people. So this is from the book of Hebrews, quote, And ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children, my son. Despise not, though, the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loveth, he chastiseth, and yep. scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. If ye endure chastisening, God dealeth with you as with us sons. For what son is he whom the Father chastiseth not? But if ye be without chastisement, Whereof all are partakers, then are ye bastards and not <laughs> Right. Okay, so in other words, uh, Paul is saying, well, we're all sinners. We might as well, you know, start repenting. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, better to do it now than have to stand for it on the judgment day. Do it yeah. now, live it now. Otherwise, you have the, all this on the judgment day. So do it now instead. Yep. Okay, um, this strange race of people who call themselves Jews, in spite of the fact that they are in violent of God's law, are not being chastised by God. It is because they are not sons, but instead, instead bastards. Yes, indeed. That's right. That is what the New Testament says. These verses alone prove neither one or the other of two things. Number one, if God wrote the truth in these verses... You just read, then we are Israel. Number two, if the Jews are Israel, then all of thine, this is false. And we are fools to worship such a God. Well, it is not. They are not Israel. All right. But that that's the God. 
But that is the God that most Christians worship. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. And if you criticize Israel, then you are... A Jewish guy. Uh, you, yeah, yeah. You do. Yeah. So, okay. We have tens of thousands of ministers in America who teach that the Jews are Israel. And yet, there is not one mark of Israel upon the Jewish people. There is a mark of the mark which prove they are not Israel people. So someone is lying to God's people in America. That is for sure. Yeah. Then that time you had tens of thousands of ministers. Maybe you have more now today. Yeah, right. Okay. Mark 16 is in Genesis chapter um, uh, 28, where God is giving a dream to Jacob. This is from Genesis 28, 12 until 14, quote, And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, thy father, and the God of Isaac, the land uh, whereon thou liest. To thee will I give it, and to thy seed, and thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south, and in thee, and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Yeah, so this blessing of uh, Israelites uh, is repeated very often, that we will be a blessing to the rest of the world, okay? Uh, at least for uh, you know, most of recorded history, but not anymore. Th those days are over, because our people have been uh, to totally overtaken by, by deceit. And uh, can't uh, can't tell if they're coming or going. All right, back to you. No, they can't, unfortunately. Then look here also. We are spread all across the world. If you look from that place where Jacob was, we are in South Africa. We are in Australia, New Zealand. We are in America. We are up in, in the Scandinavia, Germany. We are off to the east. We have in Russia. Right. And we are... And we also migrated away from there into, I guess, Japan. But that was Japheth, I guess. Right. So we have really been all over the world. If you just op if just people open their eyes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've been trying to you know, educate our our people, but uh, you know they got their noses up in the air and say, "No, we know it all. We don't have to listen to you guys." Christian identity. Uh, the Jews tell us that's a it's a conspiracy theory, so therefore we're not going to listen to any conspiracy theories. Back to you. Yeah, exactly. They are stupid. They doesn't know yeah. anything. Yeah, right. sure, sure. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. We doesn't have fancy clothes upon us. We are not fancy in any way, but we are telling you the truth. Yeah. And truth doesn't sell today. That's right. So, okay. Some of this, of course, is repeating promises made to Abraham and to Jacob's father Isaac. The new promise here is that they were to be spread out of the land of Canaan to the west. The first Israelites went west into the Mediterranean and into southern Europe. This occurred while the rest of Israel was still in Egypt and in Canaan land. 
they spread to the east of the Caspian Sea during the Assyrian captivity, then to the north, out of Assyria and into Europe. The last migration was out of Europe to the south, as far as South Africa and Australia. Um, you can find new uh, dispersion of the Jewish people, except for a rem remnant of Judah, until after the time of Christ. Whatever you wish to make of it, the Israelites were to be scattered out of Palestine and uh, to be a great host of people. They were to spread all across the earth. Well, yeah, we are spread. We are the one that do the exploring. We are the one that found new nation. For example, as you and me read about the ally, mm. New, uh, new Zealand, that's uh, uh, Danish because the, the Iceland where Copenhagen is placed is called Selland. So yeah. there we have New Zealand, New Zealand. There were Danish people that formed New Zealand. New right. yeah. And then good. the other one follows follow us, and then they, they come after us when we have built up society. All right. Yeah. Well, you can possibly say that the Jews have migrated around the world, but not on their own. They've always followed us you know, to whatever society we establish they they wait for us to build a society then they uh, attach themselves parasitically and uh you know st start uh taking over our countries that's that's basically how it works so if you can call that a migration it's certainly not uh, the uh, migration that's being talked here in these prophecies back to you no, it's not. They come and we have already um, done the subduing of the land, when we have established a nation, when we have conquered the nations that we are migrating to. They're never conquering nations like that. Never. It's we mm -hmm. that have done it. You're in America when you conquered that vast, big nation in America. Yep. You did. Yeah, not the Jews. And uh, the Jews have never made the deserts bloom, <laughs> okay, as we no, have, right? It's Palestinians right now, I guess. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, what race has migrated into all the world? Question mark. Only one race has migrated from the place of its origin into all the continents of the world, and that is the Anglo-Saxon and kindred people called the White Caucasian race. All the rest of the races still remain in what appears to have been lands of continents and their origin. The Negroes in Africa, the Mongolians in Asia, the Polynesians in the islands of the sea. The only Negroes who ever left their native continent were forcibly removed. Yet, these white Anglo-Saxon voluntarily have spread themselves all over the world. We have been the explorers the colonizer, and the civilians of the earth. Even today, our race is still reaching out to the highest mountains, the driest deserts, to the deepest oceans, and even into space. We are the building race. We are Israel. Amen, Amen to that. Okay, yeah. Mark number 17. And behold, I am with thee, and will keep thee in all places uh, whither thou goest, and will bring thee again into this land. For I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken of 
the off. End quote. Genesis twenty eight fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jacob's people were to be brought again into the land of Canaan. That was fulfilled by Jacob and all of his sons going into Egypt after Joseph was sold there, living there 400 years, and then even brought back into Canaan and out of Egypt. Yeah, and that uh, when Joseph was sold, I mean, he, I guess Joseph was a bit, he did tell of his prophecies to his brothers, and they didn't like that, that they should bow down to him. So right. they sold him to the Ismailites, who put him into this pit first. And then they sold him and said, ah, we don't see him again. But they yeah. end up, they all bow down to him. Yep, yep. Uh, we'll never hear from him again. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah. The Jews verified to Jesus that they had never been in Egypt and they had never been in captivity. Another mark that they are, they were missing, of course. Mark number 18 is in the 32nd chapter of Genesis. And quote, and Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the uh, hallow of his uh, tithe, and the hallow of Jacob's tithe was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, Let me go, for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. And he said unto him, What is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, Thy name shall not shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince has do power with God and with men, and has prevailed. Okay. And that was uh, true historically for what? four or five thousand years until these modern times the last couple hundred years when uh, Esau has had the dominion over Jacob so we're leading to the judgment day uh, it's it's going to be a really <laughs> it's going to be a really critical and brutal uh, last few years because our people simply have been brainwashed to accept all these Jewish lies and can't can't see that they're being fooled and uh, used as guinea pigs in this last war. And this last war is going to be vaccination war. Okay, they might start using real guns at some point, but right now they don't need to because uh, the needle gun of vaccination is working just fine. Back to you. Yeah, unfortunately, it does, and that uh, yeah, this is the and I guess it's just a minority of us that know that this vaccination is just a lie. It's just lies. It is a way to kill you. Yep. So maybe this is also I don't know. What's your view on this? Could this also be a way uh, for our heavenly Father Yahweh to um, yeah? Because he has an, an will. He has one. He has prophecies for uh, that uh, when um, when Peter draw his sword against the guards. He just said, put away your sword, because they were interfering with prophecies. Could it be the same with some of those COVID-idiots that take these vaccinations freely? Could this be 
some kind of it is already foretold it's a prophecy of them to do this put this face masks on take the vaccine and just go in line i don't know uh-huh. yeah yeah i don't know all right okay. so let's continue mm-hmm. i believe that it's a mark of israel alone power with god and with men this mark is comparable to the blessings and the curses because Israel, when in obedience to God's word, has power with God and power over men. But when Israel is in disobedience, they lose their power with God and then lose power over other men. In fact, other races and other people then take power of Israel. So this um, uh, coincide with the blessings and curses we have just read. Israel would have power with God and with men. But only when in obedience, the Jews seem to have power over men in spite of their disobedience. Right. Therefore, they do not have this identifying mark of Israel. Um, even though I'm only listing 33 marks, there are over 100 specific marks found in the Bible that show that Israel is and what is to happen to them. Not a single one of the marks fit the people called Jews. Everyone of the marks fit our race, the Anglo-Saxon and kindred people. I challenge you to disprove the fact that there are absolutely no marks, prophesies or descriptions of Israel which fit the people who call themselves Jews. Any man who says otherwise is a liar. Amen to that. Yes. Um, We have at least 100,000 to 200,000 men in this country who call themselves ministers who tell you that Jews are the Israel people. However, there is not one mark of Israel on them that can be found um, scripturally. Well, because, but I guess they found something else. They found a lot of electronic shekels in their pockets. <laughs> right. Yep. That's why you're doing it. Okay. Yeah. Let's continue and see if we can take this article by done today. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get it done today. Yeah, the remaining four marks of Israel. For the sake of space, I will list the remaining marks uh, of the 33 I stated. I will discuss. You may read the verses in your own Bible. Mark number 19 is in Genesis 35, 11. Israel was to be a nation and a company of nations. We believe this is fulfilled in the USA and the British Commonwealth. Amen to that. Mm -hmm. Mark number uh, 20, Genesis uh, 17 and 6 and 16. They were to be to be the kings and rulers of the earth who believe this was shown when Israel was in obedience up to about 100 years ago. Um, mark number uh, 21. The chief ruler was to come out of Judah. This, of course, would be the Lord Jesus Christ. In Genesis 49, other rulers are listed. Jacob is prophesying here about uh, each one of the tribes in verse 8 uh, is the prophecy concerning Judah. Uh, and this one I really like. Yeah. Judah, thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. The uh, scepter uh, shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Shiloh come. And unto him shall the gathering obedience of the people be. End quote. That is Genesis 49 
8 and 10. And Eli, your view about to being dynamic on that enemy, that is, of course, being like a military term of, uh, of you being off your enemies. But the work we are doing now, I believe the things we are doing is also to being in thy neck of thine enemies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so we have to prepare. This is going to be a, a physical combat war really soon. It's going to be physical combat really soon. Right now they've got all the people volunteering to get shot. And once they run out of those people, they're going to have to decide what to do with the rest of us, okay? And uh, the good thing is that uh, most healthcare professionals, at least 50%, are, uh, say they're not going to take the vaccine. So we'll see how many they can vaccinate between now and the mandatory phase. Back to you. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. And before people are waking up to it. Yeah. Uh, okay. All monarchical houses of Europe are descendants from the Germanic peoples. They can trace their lineage back to Charlemagne, King David, and the kings of Judah. It is also true that most of America's first presidents are from the uh, Tudor line of royalty of England, including George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, and Adams, and about a dozen other. So the royal line of Judah came to America and ruled over our people there. Um, there is ample evidence that the Germanic people are the true descendants of Judah. When I say the Germanic people, I am including parts of Poland, Czechoslovakia, Yugoslavia, Germany, Switzerland, and Northern Italy. They all, at one time, com comprised the Germanic Empire. They have provided the kings and rulers over all of our nations of Israel. Yes. Um, Christianity's greatest pre preachers have come out of Germany. Martin Luther. Um, the Reformation was born in Germany. Um, there is a reason why the Antichrist Jews have made somewhere in the neighborhood of 1,000 movies, which portrays the German people as terrible, dirty, killing Nazis. They hate them above all other people because the Germans are the true Judah. Yeah. yeah, they are impersonating them. That's why they won't get rid of them. Right. Yeah. Um, Germany must perish. Book written by a Jew, right after World War Two. Yep, and they've been yeah. oppressing the German people ever since. Mm -hmm. Yeah. God has poured out blessings upon our race and upon our people through the line of Judah. About one quarter of the people who lives in the United States today are descendants from Germans. I do not know if most of them realize that when they see all these movies that are um, belabouring and insulting the German people, they are being insulted. The Jews in Europe recognize that Germany is literally synonymous with Christianity. That's right. Yes, it is. And unfortunately today, Germany is so far gone, Yeah. so far gone to being a socialistic, communistic, rule nation today. It's horrible to hear what the Germans are enduring right now. Right. Yeah. Liberalism. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I call it communism. That's what yeah. I would call it. It's not even just liberalism. It is outward yeah. communistic. That's right.
That's what I call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mark number 22 is also in the uh, 49th chapter of Genesis. Unto him shall the gathering obedience of people be. Uh, out of Judah came the great Protestant Reformation, which turned Israel from Antichrist back to God during the last four or five centuries. Uh, Mark number 23, also in Genesis 49, states that Joseph's descendants are to be blessed above the rest of Israel. We believe this North American continent is Joseph's land, and America is blessed above all other nations. Yeah, Manasseh mm-hmm. is in America. Yeah, Ephraim and Manasseh, right. Okay. Mark number 24, Joseph's land was to be blessed uh, agriculturally. America is blessed and has been blessed while uh, we, we are in obedience. We are now losing that blessings. We are losing the agricultural harvest. Some of the news coming to us from agricultural newspaper around the, the United States tell us that the whole central belt of America has lost from uh, 25 to 70% of the crops this year. That was, yeah, 1980, September 7. Well, that okay. was a long time ago. Right. Uh, we are uh, on the verge of famine. And the news media is hiding this from you. In Louisiana, I understand 70% of the cotton crop is lost. In parts of Texas, Arkansas, and Oklahoma, they are ready to start plowing under the, the crops as they are not worth harvesting in many places. We could be short of food this winter, 881. This is what is happening to us in disobedience. These blessings are being taken from us. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And it's uh, a lot of this is going to be fulfilled, you know, uh, food shortages, uh, people losing their jobs, their homes, etc. It's uh, it's really going to get serious. It already is serious. Yeah. Back to you. Yeah. Yes. Mark number 25 is in the same passage of Genesis 49. The wealth in minerals were to be made available to Israel. None of this is available in Palestine. Maybe oil, but that's not really Palestine, I guess. That is more to the Ishmaelites. In fact, they keep claiming that there are minerals in the Dead Sea. They say that uh, potash is the great, great one worth millions of dollars. Well, bless my soul, Canadians dig potash right out of the ground and load it on freight cars and haul it to factories where it is put into bags and sold. 4% of all the world's uh, potash is laying in mines up in Canada, not over in Palestine, but in the nation of Israel. Right. Yeah, and I don't think Palestine uh, has any oil either. You have to go considerably east to get the oil, you know, from uh, from the Middle East. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's the Israelis don't have any oil. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. Mark right. number twenty-seven. I gave this in more detail earlier. Israel was to be blessed when in obedience. Mark number um, twenty-eight. Israel was to be cursed for disobedience. Yeah. Mark number 29, they were to be servants of God. Mark number 30, they were to be God's witness to carry his word to the ends of the earth. 
Mark number 31, they were to come under a new covenant promised to Israel. We have uh, thousands of ministers who claim to be New Testament or New Covenant preacher. Who was the New Covenant made with? The house of Israel and the house of Judah. This is evidence by what has happened to us. Right. And prophesied, Jeremiah chapter 31, that the New Covenant will be between uh, Yahweh and the house of Israel and the house of Judah, not Jews. <laughs> okay. Yeah, amen yeah. to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also to those two houses would be one house. So that's who stick prophecies also. That's right. That's right. Mm. Uh, so that can also have to tell them that, well, if the Jews are Judah, but you have this two stick prophecies, the where, yeah, where are you have another house? They always leave those one out, the other house of Israel. Not always, man, but they, they doesn't really talk about that. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay, Mark 32. Israel was not to be known by the name of Israel. This is found in Isaiah chapter 62 and in Isaiah 65. Who is not called Israel today? The Anglo-Saxon and kindred people. Who is called Israel? Well, someone who is not Israel. Someone who has none of the marks of Israel. This is in the fulfillment of Isaiah 62 and 65. Uh, Mark number 33, Israel was to be called by uh, name of God. This is found in Numbers 6, 26, Acts 11, 26, and also in Revelation 3, 12. The Israel people were to be renamed by the name of God. All the world calls us Christendom or the Christian West. We are named after Jesus Christ, the Redeemer of Israel, God. Yes, mm -hmm. we are. Yes. Um, those who continue to proclaim that the Jews are Israel do not do so without any his historical biblical foundations. Most modern evangelists have been written and uh, talked to. People have sent them scores and maybe hundreds of um, tracts giving them historical and biblical evidence, uh, which uh, shows that all of the prophecies concerning Israel are being fulfilled in the Anglo-Saxon, Celtic, Germanic, Scandinavia and kindred peoples of the Christian West. Mm -hmm. The modern evangelist is without any excuse in still preaching that the Jews are Israel. They are false preachers. They will end up in the lake of fire. Yep. So you yep. have to repent. Yep. Or, or in the hospital uh, psycho ward. <laughs> okay. Yeah, where they yeah. take uh, that shot. Yes, that right. They, there uh, you go. Mm hmm. Um, if support ministers who preach that the Jews are Israel are without any historical or biblical foundation um, doing so, you are also without excuse. You are supporting liars and blasphemers of Jesus Christ. You are supporting the enemies of God and of Israel. God will hold you accountable for it. It should not take any person capable of sound logical reasoning more than a few days to come to, to the conclusion that they should at least uh, spend some more time examining the evidence supporting our claim that mm. we are Israel. Yeah. I agree with a good friend of mine who once said, I can prove to any man that we are the Israel people. If he would read the books, I tell him to read. Unfortunately, most people will not read. Yeah. No, this describes what you say. They have their nose into the air and think they know 
everything. Stiff-necked Israelites, yep. They don't want to know what they don't want to know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, that's a contradiction, isn't it? But that that's the way it is. Yep. It is, because that would rock their boat too much. Yeah, right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the boat's going to start rocking and rolling, folks. It's going to start rocking and rolling really soon. Okay. But that will not be funny. Yeah. No, no. They will be wet. Yep. Or they will be burnt. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. We have a, entitled Tracing Our Ancestor. It is only 186 pages. And, os, and as of this date, September 7, 1880, um, is the book you know about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Habermas, Tracing Our Ancestors, a really great book, yeah. Okay. Um, I do not know any person who has read that book who has not been admitting that we are the Israel people. The marks of Israel are upon us. God is doing with us what he said he will do with Israel. Yes, amen to that. Mm -hmm. Let me end this study in the fourth chapter of James. This is an exhortation, not to the Jews, not to the people who preach the false doctrine that the Jews are Israel, but to those of you who have in recent hours or days or weeks discovered that the Jews are not Israel, the Anglo-Saxon people are. And this is a quote from James 4.17, quote, Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good, and doth it not, to him it is sin, well, end of course. quote. Yeah. Right. Uh, sin of omission. Yeah, we're supposed to we're supposed to try to teach our brethren, you know, the truth about the scriptures and the truth about the race of Israel. Yeah, it's just uh, really difficult to get them to listen. It's so brainwashed. Mm, yeah, it is. Yeah. And especially if you are Judeo-Christian pastors that uh, that folds money in your pews and have a mixed mo uh, mixed audience, then you will never. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and just about all the churches are now integrated, and there's, there's there's no way you can preach identity in any of these churches. You know, they'll throw you out, if not kill you. <laughs> right? You're yeah, criticizing yeah. the Jews, you horrible person. Yeah, yeah. like it. That must be the plan. Why they want to make the churches like that? Oh, of course. Yeah, that's been the plan. You know, in the 20th century, from the very beginning, you know, the Schofield Reference Bible, that's been part of that plan. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's finish this article. It's just some, some faces left now. Okay. And know the truth, and you know what you are supposed to do, and you do it not. It is a sin. God will hold you accountable for it. Study this word. You are committing a sin when you are supporting men who are preaching lies to our people. It is yeah. uh, that simple. Our people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. That knowledge will come from the word of God. It will teach us who we are, what our responsibility is, and that we have been redeemed by the blood of Lord Jesus Christ to fulfill in us the things he has promised to our fathers. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. My God, open the blind eyes of his Israel people. Amen. Amen. Amen to that. Right. Okay, so this has been a very, very outstanding document. I highly recommend it to anybody. 
uh, Marks of Israel by Sheldon Emery. You can just go online and search for it in your browser, and I'm sure it'll come up. And uh, you know, you'll be able to read the whole thing. It's, uh, it's what is it, uh, 22 pages long? It's not that long, but it's chock full of information about who we are and who the Jews aren't, <laughs> right? Okay. So let me uh, scroll back to the top. The uh, title is, exact title, The Marks of Israel, Compared Between the Jews and Anglo-Saxondom by Pastor Sheldon Emery. Okay. So it's a very good, very good article that uh, every Christian Israelite should uh, print out and share it with their friends and relatives. Okay. All right. So I'm, I'm looking at uh, the uh, chat room here, and there is... Uh, yeah, we're, they're supposed to be watchmen on the wall, right? They're, they're trying to throw us off the wall. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Swamp Fox put an article in uh, the chat room. We have about nine minutes left. Uh, courts toss racist anti-BDS law in Arkansas. Okay. Which, uh, as I understand it, the, uh, the BDS laws are the uh, boycott uh, of the Israelis, okay, the, the Israelis have been trying to prevent freedom of speech, you know, contractors who don't want to do business with the Jews uh, are being forced by the Jews to do business anyway, or to get, uh, suffer kind of sanctions if they don't, okay, and the article says, in response to today's ruling by 8th Circuit Court of Appeals, that the Arkansas law prohibiting government contractors from participating in boycotts of Israel violates the First Amendment. Okay, that's good. That the, uh, the Arkansas law prohibiting government contractors from participating in boycotts of Israel violates the First Amendment. True Executive Director Rabbi Jill Jacobs and J Street President Jeremy Ben-Ami released the following statement. Quote, this is a huge victory for the fight for free speech. Anti-BDS laws like those these violate the constitutional rights of Americans while doing absolutely nothing to protect Israel or Jews. This is the first appellate decision striking down an anti-BDS law, an anti-boycott law. And it reverses the only district court opinion finding that an anti-BDS law to be constitutional. That's, there's no way it can be constitutional. You have the right to not do business with anybody you choose, right? Or to do business with anybody you choose. You can't prevent people from boycotting. You know, that's what the Jews are trying to do. Prevent us from boycotting. This decision will send a strong signal to other courts evaluating the legality of anti-BDS laws under the First Amendment. Okay? So, there, the... The kink in the armor of global Jewry is starting to unravel, okay, because uh, there's an increasing pressure from various sectors that uh, Jewish tyranny over America is not being appreciated, and uh, we're going to keep on fighting. So a lot of, uh, a lot of politicians and lawyers, etc., are fighting back. That's very good. Quote, these heavy-handed laws stifle free speech and open the door to broader government control of public discourse. 
our organizations, J Street and Trua, do not support or advocate for global BDS movement. Some under the broad BDS umbrella have indeed trafficked in anti-Semitic ideas and rhetoric, but a true commitment to the First Amendment requires us to defend the principles of freedom of speech, even and especially when we find it objectionable or offensive. Yeah, well, free speech has to be offensive, right? If you, if you can't offend somebody, what kind of freedom of speech do you have? Well, but you can't offend Jews, right? You can't offend Jews. But a true commitment to the First Amendment requires us to defend the principles of free speech, okay, even when we find it objectionable or offensive. The right to boycott is an established First Amendment right that has been used to protest segregation, worker exploitation, and laws discriminating against transgender people. So, if it's working for them, why not for people who don't want to do business with the Israelis, okay? Uh, are we yeah. chopped? Are we chopped liver? Isn't that uh, this hypocrisy they have? Oh, it works for me. Oh, not for you. Yeah, it's always this hypocrisy. When it, it's in their not their favor, they will turn around against you. Yeah. Now it's interesting that uh, this uh, these comments are by Jews, and uh, it's very rare for for Jews to be arguing against freedom uh, for freedom of speech. Uh, you almost never see that. So I guess they, they uh, figure that the Israelis are just making more and more enemies as they go down this road, okay? But of course they've been trying to do this on campuses, preventing freedom of speech, uh, the uh, boycott movement on campuses, etc., etc. The Zionists have had the, the total power in preventing the, the, the boycott movement, okay? So this may open it up, we'll see, okay? All right, so a little uh, more, uh, one more statement here. As Rabbi Barry Block, a member of Trua and the rabbi of Congregation B'nai Israel in Little Rock, the largest synagogue in the state, has testified this law was enacted without consulting the Jewish community. You need to consult Jews about freedom of speech? I don't think so. It has nothing to do with the Jewish people of Arkansas and gives the state certain amount of control over the free press. Well... To allow the people to express themselves does not give the state control over the free press, okay? It's the exact opposite. Trua and J Street joined an amicus brief filed by Georgetown University Law Center's Institute for Constitutional Advocacy and Protection in the suit against the Arkansas law, okay? So, uh, good news that uh, what's going on with the global Jew and uh, people reacting to Zionism, uh, maybe we'll see uh, some uh, dent in their armor in the next few years, okay? All right, Michael. Okay, so good job today. And uh, we'll, uh, uh, what, what do we have in store next week? Um, I did post an article in your, sh- in your chat. Uh, okay. so and, and then, I don't know if that would work. Hidden Theronic is a pretty interesting oh, okay. article. Would that be yeah. Um, an article? Oh, yeah. Well, that's uh, the uh, uh, about the Jews could, taking complete control of America. Yeah, that's the, uh, we'll consider that for next week. All right. All right, folks. That's uh, the show for today. Thanks for listening to Eurofolk Radio Bloodlines. 
And uh, I'll be back for Voice of Christian Israel in a couple of hours. All right. Thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh. Pass the ammunition. Take care, everybody. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Eli. Yes, very good.